Hello, Assalamualaikum everybody, hope you're all safe, sound and healthy, and I'm back. And why haven't I been updating on recent events? Simply because I felt as if I would just be repeating myself. I mean, every single thing that we have been predicting together that it's going to happen has happened. As I said, once the elections are done, no matter how much we scream blue murder, they will still do whatever it is that they need to do. And as you can see, they did it. They rigged the elections. They are forming the illegal government as we speak. I mean, Maryam Nawaz was sworn into oath as chief minister of uh, Punjab. Can you imagine? Punjab's government was supposed to be formed by PTI. Who won the elections? PTI by a long stretch. Um, parties that did not even get 10 seats. Not even 10 seats in total. And I'm talking about total. They're the ones forming the government. What does that tell you? Um, it tells you that no matter what we say, no matter what we do, um, you know, they're just going to get away with it, like Bangladesh, as I said earlier, once in or twice in my episodes before. Um, yes, people are predicting that, you know, it won't even last a year, but we don't know. Will it last a year? Sometimes even a year is enough to do enough damage as these past two years have already proven. And why is all this happening? Why do they think they can get away with it? Because they've been getting away with it and with everything else for the past 50, 60 years. That's why they feel that, you know, they're invincible. They feel that nobody can touch them. Yes, protests are still going on. People are not happy because as I said before, they're dealing with the wrong generation this time. They're dealing with our generation. They're dealing with the generation after us. We are very different from the previous generations. We are not compromised. We don't tolerate. We don't endure. Um, we are very bitter. We have gone through too much. We're not forgiving. But still, this is going to be a struggle. And why? Because, you know, as you can see, um, even though um, they have tried their level best, to do anything and everything they could to snub Imran Khan. Um, they failed. If anything, he just became a legend again, all over again. He's an icon. He's a world figure, you know. He's somebody who even the Western countries followed. I mean, if anything else, his tenure and during COVID proved that. He kept on setting precedents. And all over the world, countries kept following him. Even countries that thought that they were the ones who would be setting precedents, they started following him. And I think this is what scared America and UK, obviously. Um, so here we are, exactly where the US and the UK want us to be. And even though, as I said, we have Ro Khanna, um, who took to TikTok and very openly, well, thank you very much, very openly, talked about what is happening to Imran Khan, what's happening in the country, and how he said that the US government should not accept an illegal government. They should not accept, um, you know, uh, any of this situation that they should, you know, um, ensure that Pakistan gets the government that Pakistan elected for. But you see, even, you know, Ilhan Omar and all the other um, representatives as well as senators, they've been, you know, uh, talking about this. But here, let's face the facts. It is their own government that is behind all of this. You know, it is 
it is American government that engineered this whole situation. It is the British government that engineered this whole situation. And, you know, with what face is America going to talk about human rights and about what's going on in Pakistan and about the illegal government in Pakistan when the U.S., the U.K. and Israel in their own partnership are right now doing the exact same thing in Palestine, you know, um, basically they themselves are exposed. So do you honestly think that the American government is going to even care to talk, even if it's election year? It's election year, that's why the, you know, um, the U.S. Represent, government representatives or the, um, you know, the, the senators or, you know, the local council members, they're, they're you know, being very active, but, you know, um, who's to say that they're actually going to be heard? And yes, there, there, uh, there have been protests in Pakistan. They're still ongoing, um, but you know, in in as usual, in all of those protests, somebody has seen this this weird, this weird um, incoming of a protest against the Chief Justice of uh, Supreme Court, which rumors say that it is, you know, just to help in distorting and cover, covering up of the actual scenario, which is obviously the rigging of the elections and the forming of the illegal government, you know, to just bury that news underneath. They're creating more news that could suit their purposes. Uh, but again, you know, I think that this is one of those things that, as I've said before, that many things will continue to happen until they can seize dictatorship. So keep that in mind. Because um, at the end of the day, um, it doesn't matter if they try to put a religious tone into it. It doesn't matter if they want to create any other narrative. It doesn't matter that, you know, everybody is taking to the social media platform to protest against the illegal government, which, which we actually don't even have a government still. But anyway, whatever it is that we have of a government, that it is shutting down Twitter again and again and, you know, and impeding on human rights. But again, these people who are all talking about it, they should be aware of the fact that their own government, the British government, the American government, are the ones behind it all. They are the ones that masterminded this whole thing. They are the ones that set these dogs loose, you know. I mean, the U.S. has itself broken human rights laws constantly. And right now, remember what the U.S. congressman said about the Gazan children, that we should kill them all? Yeah, you know, back at you, right back at you, man. That's all we can say then in return. Whatever you do to us and to others, may it all happen to you. That's all we can say at the end of the day. Because what goes around comes around. So, um, they can shut down Twitter. They can all scream blue murder. Everybody can just keep on doing whatever it is that they're doing. You know, Imran Riaz Khan, the, the journalist, has again been abducted. I mean, you know, illegally arrested right from his own home this time. And nobody understands why. I mean, why? Because he is you know, contrary to their thoughts, he did not cow down in fear, and he continued with his vlogs, and he continued with his reporting. Is that why? Nobody knows, seriously. And why Why do you need to arrest him now? You're already forming your government. You know, everybody's screaming, who will you arrest? You will arrest the whole of Pakistan? Listen, 
you have a problem with Pakistan, you leave. This is th something I've said a million times. If you have a problem with Pakistan, go leave, go to America, you know, go lick the boots of your masters in their own country. You know, why are you hijacking our country? Obviously, because America wants our country. Again, there you are, you know. So, a mockery of Pakistan's very identity is being made, you know. This proves my point about treason, it proves my point about America, it proves my point about UK, it, it proves all the, those points that I was trying to make about recolonization, about never really leaving the colonies, you know. I mean, and honestly, I mean, if you talk about even the IMF, you know, um, now there's this rumor that um, Imran Khan might actually be writing a letter to the IMF asking them, um, you know, not to proceed with their program until, um, you know, um, a transparent uh, investigation, an actual proper thorough investigation is done and transparency is shown um, as to the, you know, the rigging and the elections. And, but, you know, um, and it's obviously now that the illegal government are going to, because it is because of Imran Khan that we got the IMF program, remember? They came, they visited him, um, you know, they communicated with him in jail, you know. So everybody that time needed Imran Khan, right, to give his blessing. Now, because he's refusing to, you know, work on this again, um, now everybody, that is, if he really is refusing, so everybody is now going to, you know, create a big hullabaloo about it and see, oh, he's hurting the nation. He's not, actually. Let me tell you one thing. Getting into an IMF program is what has always hurt this country, okay? And that is why Imran Khan and his tenure had so painstakingly started steering us away from IMF, and he started refilling the coffers. And all, the, all that money that he had added into the treasury, so painstakingly, this government, when they weren't even, you know, I mean, they just, when they just ousted him and they took over, the first thing that they did was so brutally, you know, throw all that money out so lavishly. You know, they spent that money lavishly on themselves, not even on the country, on themselves. All those trips that the caretaker prime minister had been taking all over the world with his families and his friends, all the money that has been invested in Maryam Nawaz and in her family. I mean, literally, it was literally Alibaba and the 40 thieves going on here. They just brutally, they just vandalized our money, our hard-earned money, and they they emptied, they made sure that the coffers are emptied again. Why? So that they could force Pakistan once again to bankruptcy. They want Pakistan to be bankrupt again because they're following their master's wishes. They are here to destroy Pakistan. They're here to make Pakistan completely, completely useless. They're here to turn Pakistan into a colony. They're here to turn Pakistan into a banana republic. Okay, and they are still doing that. It wasn't enough that they emptied the coffers and forced us back into the IMF program. Now they're going to force that the IMF, and remember, as I said before, the IMF is detrimental to our country. It's not detrimental to the Sharif family, to Zardari family, to all those hungry dogs 
that are basically just waiting with their hands out, you know, begging, because all that money is going to go to them. Not a single cent has ever been invested in Pakistan, and that is a fact, and it's in, and even IMF knows that, but IMF was forced to give them the money by the American government, because again, remember, to the American government, it's extremely important that Pakistan remains in this situation where Pakistan cannot stand on its own two legs, then only can Pakistan be controlled. And anybody who will work for the sovereignty of Pakistan, anybody who will work to keep Pakistan together, to keep Pakistan on its own two feet, that is the American enemy, that is the British enemy. And so that person needs to go. Thus, what happened to Imran Khan? What happened to Bhutto before that? What happened to Liaquat Ali Khan? What happened to Ahmad Ali Jinnah? What happened to Fatma Jinnah? And every single time, as you can see, I mean, who needs, who needs to, you know, uh, who needs enemies abroad, sitting abroad, when your own people can be used against you? You know, this is something also that I've said over and over again, that you can only conquer a country, you can only defeat a country, when that country has traitors within that can be sold out, that can sell their souls, they can sell their country, they can sell their conscience, they can sell their faith. So we're dealing with faithless people, we're dealing with people who don't believe in a God, they don't believe in the hereafter, they don't believe in any such thing. They just believe in their own soul benefit. Even if they're dying with one foot in the grave, they will do anything and everything to feed their corrupt needs. And this is the, this is the, the, you know, the kind of shameless people that we have. I mean, just look at the height of their shamelessness of the state managers, you know, of Bilawal, Zardari, Nawaz, Shabazz, Maryam, who have literally raped this country. Their families, their people, the army, the establishment, they have raped this country for decades. And because this country allowed them to rape it for, you know, in silence, this is why now they've brought their children, Bilawal and, and Maryam Nawaz, and they've brought them now ahead to partake of it. And now they've again started, you know, they've continued with their gang raping ritual, you know, in which they're now so shameless that in this, in this whole rape scenario, they're actually making a video. And they're not even going to put this video on the dark web, no. They are going to be streaming it live. They are, in fact, streaming it live worldwide. And because their godfather, the USA, with its partners, the UK and Israel, has, they've also come out with, and they're having their own scenario, their own gang rape video of Palestine, you know. And the world is just standing at a safe distance, you know, screaming, instead of actively putting a stop to this outrage. I mean, this is exactly the scenario right now. You've got the mafia that is just romping around on the, on the whole earth, doing whatever it is that they want to do, and they're not even bothering to hide it. Because they know, they know that the world cannot stop them or the world will not stop them. And it's a fact. Look at the world. We're all standing at a safe distance. The whole world, they're just standing at a safe distance and yelling blue murder. And, you know, instead of actually going in there or sending their troops in there to stop it in Palestine. And similarly with Pakistan, everybody's standing at a safe distance yelling blue murder. 
but nobody is actively doing something. But let me tell you one thing, you know, they came for me and everybody was silent. They came for the other person and everybody was silent. They came for the third person, everybody was silent. One day they'll come for you and there'll be nobody left to even listen to you for get help. This is the scenario that the whole world is going to be in. And because, you know, I just am too tired that every single thing that I said was would happen is happening. And I just don't know what more to say. That is why, actually, I'm not podcasting. I mean, what am I going to say over and over again? They're acting as predicted. They're acting as predicted. They're forming a government. The whole world is protesting. The whole, the whole of Pakistan is out in the streets protesting, and they're forming a government. Imagine, just imagine the level to which they've gone. Imagine the level to which they have fallen for them to actually continue to do this. Yes, one might argue that they've always made, you know, illegal governments. They have always disrespected the votes of the people. But people have never voted at this scale, as as we know. Since the first time they trampled on people's votes and killed Fatma Jinnah, after that, the second time they did that was with Bhutto, when Bhutto disrespected the votes of the people and he created Bangladesh because of his greed. Here we are today again. What do they want to do? It's very clear to us. What will happen is also clear to us. What more do I need to say? This is me signing out for the office.